Hey everybody, welcome back to The Lessons of a Black Gay Guy, starring your boy, E.K. So today, we're going to talk about my lesson of life doesn't have to be so black and white. So, and I'll ask this question, feel free to reflect and see if, you know, see what comes up. Um, growing up, did you ever have an experience, whether it be from your parents, your caregivers, close people, um, when it come down to it, it was either it has to be this way or it has to be that way. Um, I'll give you an example. So for me, um, growing up, my mom, I would, I would always get in trouble because, um, it was her way or the highway. And basically what that entails is like, for example, um, the kitchen and the kitchen, the kitchen always had to be cleaned. And I tell you what, that was the most annoying thing in the world because my level of clean clearly, clearly is different than my mother's, um, level clean and basically what it boiled down to was my mom would say you're going to clean the kitchen or you're grounded so in my little feeble mind i'm like oh my god it's like i have to do this thing and if i don't i'm going to get in trouble and that's basically where you know my thing sums up or you know as a kid and i remember this oh god um Growing up, um, I don't know if you guys remember, like, those TV dinners. Um, for those that are, you know, millennials, not necessarily Gen Z, but, like, millennials and older, where parents would give us, like, these TV dinners, and they're like, you need to eat, ev- you know, you need to eat everything. And it'll be like, for example, like, there's one with, like, the little Salisbury steak, It'll have, like, in one pocket, like, some corn, another pocket, another vegetable, and then you'll have, like, a little sweet dessert in the center. So I still remember when I was, I want to say it's probably, like, four or something, and my mom gave me a TV dinner, and basically there was, um, I think it was, like, chicken nuggets, corn, um, mashed potatoes, and then a brownie. And I remember my mom said, you're not leaving this kitchen until you eat all that food. And I remember I just sat there the whole time trying to despise (laughs) and find a way that I could clear this plate and not get in trouble so that I could go, you know, go to bed or go do something else that I wanted to do. And here I thought that, hmm, it's this or, you know, it's this or it's that. And, you know, I eventually like dug into the garbage and threw that food down towards the bottom of the garbage. So my mom wouldn't notice that I threw it away and then put the, uh, and then put the canister, like the container that had the food in it on top. So it looked like I ate everything. Hell, honestly, I think I even threw some corn like behind the oven just so, you know, I would hope that she wasn't going to find it. (laughs) Um, and I mean, I was scared. I was scared of my mom. Uh, you know, in the black communities, it's, you know, they usually put the fear of God in, they put the fear of God in you. So it's like, oh, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, you just like, oh no, 
oh no, they're gonna come beat my butt if I don't if I don't if I don't listen to them, if I don't do exactly what they say. Which kinda, you know, kinda reminds me of perfectionism too, but another story for another time. Well anyway. Um I bring that up because I look I've looked at how my life was then to look at it now and in the re in the realm of possibility where anything is possible um one situation meeting one person doing one simple thing can completely change your life at any given moment um but yet i look at i've always looked at things like okay it's either i have to work really hard to get to the point that i want to be or or I'm not going to be able to do it. And that's a very exhausting life. Um, always having to do, you know, always having to do it on your own. Um, always having to take care of, you know, always having to take care of someone. Like for me, I, you know, took care, took care of my siblings. I started work, you know, very early. Started at the age of 13 where I was helping like do these different jobs to make a little bit of money, even though most of the money was going to my mom, um, to kind of help, to help with, you know, help with the house that we were living in at the time or the apartment that we were living in at the time. But it was, I had to work really hard in order to make money, you know, in order to make ends meet, um, versus looking at there are other opportunities to make money or, you know, even ask for help. And, you know, at least in my community, it was hurtful and shameful to ask for help. It should be a very, 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 very last resort. Um, Because if you ask, it shows you, you know, shows you a sign of weakness, like, oh, you're weak. Oh, you can't handle, you know, it puts this whole idea that other people are looking at you. Other people are judging you thinking like, oh God, this person's asking me for money. This person's asking me for help. You know, they must not be capable of uh, having kids. They must not be capable of handling themselves if they're bringing these problems. And in actuality, it's like, no, that, you know, that wasn't the case at all. Um, Asking for help was actually normal. But like in my head, in my family's head, it's like to ask for help meant, a whole, you know, a whole nother experience. And we didn't want, because it brought up emotions and things that we didn't want to deal with, things that we weren't comfortable with, things that we weren't equipped to handle if they were to stir up. So, um, but anyway, we did, I want to say we did, uh, we, I mean, we did, uh, we did a lot of work like for the church, for family, just, you know, to kind of, you know, make some extra money, but God forbid, I can never say anything about our situation, you know, being bad, even though I was getting grounded and everything else, because, you know, I, I spoke my mind, but I digress. So looking at, you know, just looking at now it's, I'm at work. It's either I show up to work on time and I keep my job or I don't show up to work and I don't have a job. 
it's, oh no, I had to go in every day and I have to work, you know, 50 hours a week because if I show people that I'm doing that, shows I'm working hard, that means when I want time off, they'll give me, you know, time off without any questions. They're not going to see me as lazy. They're not going to see me as this. They're not going to see me as that. Uh, they're just going to see the good parts, you know, the good parts of the parts that I want them to see. And the reason for that is it's because they're either going to accept me or they're not. And there's so many like other, I mean, there's plenty of other stories I can sit here and talk to you about, but you know, if it's something I learned in coaching is if this particular thing or this lens or this point of view exists in one area of your life, imagine where else it could be in your life. It usually bleeds into other areas. For me, it was the same process with dating. And I mean my partner went through went through a lot of stuff with me in the beginning because I still had that same mindset. It was either you have everything that I'm looking for, you know, in a partner, or that, you know, or no, we can't be together. Or you're going to do as I say, or it's not going to work. And, you know, thinking about that right now, you're like, I can't believe I even said that. But it was just because I had this mindset of just being, you know, being black and white. Um, Had to be this way or had to be that way. But um, this also goes into feelings. Um, Something recently um, that I've been working through or healing was... um, so I'm part of a part of a mental health group, um, and one of the things was as we're working through our traumas, um, they they felt some kind of way because, or they always felt torn because the idea was, oh, um, I can only be. I could only be, and actually, I'll use it in the context of something that could be familiar. Oh, well, I'm an alcoholic, so that means, you know, I'm a fuck up. And because I'm, you know, and and because, you know, and because, um, and I, you know, and I'm alcoholic and I can't drink and I'm alcoholic, you know, and and I, and I can't do, you know, and I'll never be perfect because I really want to just get rid of this, this, you know, this piece of me. In actuality, it's like, okay, being an alcoholic is just part of who you are, you know, who you are and what makes you, you, you're actively working on, you're actively working on yourself to better yourself. So instead of thinking, you know, you had, you can't be, you know, a recovering alcoholic, but then also express emotions um, because, you know, emotions could be bad and it's, you know, crazy to even, you know, think, think like that, but that's how, you know, some people think it's like, oh no, I can't be emotional and also, you know, be working on my recovery because it just interferes. Um, recently for me, um, there was this, uh, what I brought up was judgment around like codependency where there's a healthy amount of codependency when it relates to someone that's close in your life versus actually tying your self-worth, your value to how, how, um, to others, how others perceive you, 
Um, and I know for me as a person who is working through codependent, you know, codependency, my value was always tied to how, uh, my value was always tied to how I talked with, uh, or what I did for other people. So I definitely get that. And doing the work, it, you know, it talks about, oh, you know, when you're being man- manipulative or, oh, if you're being this or, oh, if you're being that. And, you know, I felt like, okay, no, I need to be this righteous person. I need to be this person that's always, you know, always goody two shoes. I could never be, you know, codependent, that sort of thing. But then realizing that, well, wait, you know, maybe it isn't just a black and white thing. Maybe it's like a gray. Um, honestly, life is, you know, it's colorful. There's so many different colors. There's so many different experiences and expressions that comes to life. And it isn't always black and white. It's, you know, part of the rainbow. What may, what may, um, you may be able to point out two potential outcomes, but that isn't necessarily the case. Um, when I took the leap of faith to move to Texas, I thought I was going to succeed or I was going to fail. And what I learned, well, I thought I was going to succeed, you know, have a job and everything would be okay. Or I thought I was going to fail, everything was going to fall apart, and I was going to move, you know, back home to Ohio or to Maryland. And crazy enough, neither one of those things happened. The really cool thing was I was able to get by by having a couple of jobs. And on top of that, I went through a lot of emotional transformation for myself. And you know, looking at it through the lens that I had of it was either going to be, I'm going to fail and go back home or I'm going to have my job and everything is going to be great. That if I would have kept thinking like that, I would have missed out on these other opportunities of great friends that I met, um, learning a little bit more about myself, you know, pulling myself out of depression, uh, seeing what depression is and, and everything else that came along with that. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I would have learned, I wouldn't have learned so much if I just had that same mindset. And since then, what I've learned, because I know it does come up for me sometimes is what, you know, what am I going to do about a situation? Like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to be moving and I'm going to be, you know, trying to find a new job. It's like, oh my God. I'm either going to find that stuff or I'm not. And if I don't, then that means I'm going to have to, you know, go back home uh, or I'm going to have to be homeless or I'm going to have to be all these other things. And reality is that's not always the case. There's so many other possibilities. Which one are you going to give the energy to? Um, I will tell you all, like I tell myself, I believe we are, you know, the creators of our reality. We can make and manifest anything that we want in our life based on our emotions, what we believe, what we deserve. And as long as we keep ourselves accountable and ensure that we're doing the things, anything that we want, we can have. And 
I believe in me. I love me. I want me to be successful. I also want you guys to be successful as well. And let's get it. You know, let's, let's put on a different, you know, a different point of view. Let's, instead of saying it's going to be this or that, or instead of saying, well, I can only be angry. I can't be angry and sad, or I can't be, you know, I can't be happy and also, you know, broken at the same time. I can't help, you know, I can't help people. I can't give to people if I can, if I can't give to myself. It's, you know, it's like, I can't love someone else if I don't love myself first. That, you know, that, that, that's what society put, you know, puts towards us. And the thing is, we can do, we can do it. We can do it all. But the thing is, being consistent with it. If you give to yourself, you can give to yourself and you can also give to someone else and it be healthy. Just saying. Well, anyway, I appreciate y'all's time. May you have an amazing week and I look forward to you talking with you on the next episode. Until then, peace.